on this week's episode of Third Party Controller Podcast, we talk about two anniversaries, the Sega Genesis 30th anniversary and the Sega Dreamcast. All that and more on this week's episode of Third Party Controller Podcast. Let's get it going. Welcome to Third Party Controller Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse P.S. Libra with... Beto Sparza. And... Joe Ramirez. Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Third Party Controller Podcast. Yes, the show you love, the show you wait for, every Wednesday, every week, now on Spotify. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, if you have a Spotify account or you know people who only have Spotify, you can listen to Third Party Controller Podcast on Spotify every episode of Third Party Controller Podcast. That's one of the bigger news topics this week. But, as always, how are you guys doing? How's everything going? Good. Not too bad. Very good. Yeah. yeah. We just uh, celebrated uh, our boy here, our Be- Beto's birthday. Yeah. We took him to uh, to get some... Uh, me and Joe took him to get some delicious pho. A nice succulent pho. Yeah. Vietnamese, Vietnamese meal. <laughs> For the people who don't know what pho is, Beto, what, what is pho? Uh, Vietnamese soup. Try it. It's delicious. Delicious. Yeah. Good. Pretty full. Pretty tired. But you know what? Let's get the show on the road. Let's do this. Beto? What's up, fool? Where you going, Phil? To my pad, Phil. For reals, Phil? Nah, Phil. I'm going to the store, Phil. What's up? For real, I'm going to the store. That's fucked up. For reals, Phil. For reals, Phil. Yeah, Phil. For reals, Phil. Yeah, Phil. Damn, Phil. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. It's not cool. Don't never lie to friends. I get... I don't know why this happens to me. <laughs> I blame judgment, right? But I did not advance a fucking bit. Not even a minute. Because uh, there's a casino in this game. And I started playing blackjack and poker. And like for three nights straight, I played poker with fake money and no reward. <laughs> what, what was it that got you like hooked on it? it uh, why? Dude, I always... Fucking Red Dead uh, Redemption. Oh, okay. So anything that has like... Yeah, anything that has card games. I don't even... I've never been to Vegas. I've never fucking like really played poker for money. But something about it, it just like... I love it. Yeah. Like I went... uh, Red Dead Redemption. Red Dead Redemption 2. I played... I played a lot. A lot of card games in those. Mm. All three of these games. and Or two of those games. And then this one was uh, no exception. Um... So if you might have seen me playing Judgment, it I wasn't playing Judgment. I was playing cards <laughs> in Judgment. Uh, that's good. Did you ever do that in the Yakuza series? No. Was there a, no. was there a casino in that? You know what? I think it was just more like, was like a mahjong. Mahjong, yeah. I don't know how to fucking play that, but if I knew how to play that, I'd fucking spend yeah, so much yeah, time yeah. playing that. But yeah, man. Um, I don't know what's happening in 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 Judgment because I've I spent way too long mm-hmm. playing. Cards on there. And that's it. <laughs> that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, dude, man, like, that's that's all right. That's like three cool. nights in a row where I just like get home from work. Yeah, play for like an hour. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, why am I doing this? Why don't I? Why don't I uh, play the main storyline? Yeah, 
Or just like, I'll just play a little longer. And that's all I did. <laughs> it's fun, though. Yeah. What about you, Joe? What's up, fool? Um, pretty much the only thing I did this week was uh, went ahead and finished up uh, Guacamole 2. Oh, so you beat it. You finished yeah. it. Yeah. How was it? Good. It was yeah. really good. Yeah. Compared to the first one? Um, I liked how this one kind of flowed better. I really liked a lot of the mechanics. Um, there were some, some challenging parts to it. Um, I think I like the bosses, the boss fights from the first game better, uh-huh. all in all. But um, I still, it was still really enjoyable. Um, it it oh, felt sorry. a lot quicker than uh, I think I put in twelve. I ended up putting twelve to fourteen hours. Then I'm not sure. I have to recheck that uh-huh. total time. But it felt, um, it didn't feel that long at all. No, no. Oh, okay. It's because I'm disappointed. I kind of wish it was longer. Oh yeah. yeah. So from one and two, the, did it feel like okay, this is the sequel or? It feel more like, oh, this feels like the add-on. Not add-on, but like it's an improvement, but not a huge it improvement. felt like all in all was like just more clever level design. It wasn't okay. a full-on like the next evolution of it. Yeah. It was more of kind of like the same. But it's not like, like going from Metroid added, to Metroid, Super Metroid? Yeah, like added, just added mechanics, like just added stuff. And um, still though, lots of fun. Like I ended yeah. up, uh, I, I think I told you guys last time I, we talked that I had found a part in the game where I kind of got stuck. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, I put it down and then um, came back to it and got past that part. And from that point on, it was pretty much, I cleared the rest of the game mm-hmm. um, with little, like, uh, I don't want to say difficulty because there were some hard parts, but I mean, I got through it pretty uh, relatively, you know, no, nothing else really frustrating. Just a lot of fun. I, I, I really enjoyed the game. Um, a worthy sequel to the series. I really hope that they make a third game and uh, um, kind of want something almost like something more epic for the third game. If gotcha. So, if anything. Um, but all in all, a great series. But I think like now that, that you know, you were saying that it's been released in a two pack for the Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great way to experience just to go through both games because I feel like once you beat the first game and you move on to the second one, it's just more, it, it, it is definitely a great, a great combination. So for anyone that hasn't played it, I would recommend getting that. And if you have a switch, get the get the two pack and play through them both because um, it's just it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, uh, that's pretty much it for me this week. It was pretty short and sweet. Jesse, yeah. what's up? You know what? I was like, I'm just gonna try this out. Fuck it. You guys talk about it so much. I played Madden 20. <laughs> what? <Does> that work? <laughs> Uh, no, I have a copy of it. Really? Yeah, I have a copy of Madden 20, but not for PlayStation 4. I got it for the Xbox One. Uh, now, um, I'll be honest, I didn't pay for this. Yeah. But it's an actual copy yeah. of Madden oh, 20. Physical copy? Uh, digital. Oh, okay. Um, and I was like, you know what? Downloaded it, and I was like, you know what? I haven't played a Madden. No joke. Last Madden I played was probably Madden 2001. Yeah. So I'm like, this can't be bad, you know, like this has to be something like improvement, right? So, I mean, you played already Man 20, right? So it starts off right right off the bat as a NCA. No, no, no. What was it? It's between the two. It's when they have like yeah, the All-Star, All-Star game. game. Yeah, it's the Pro Bowl. The, All- the Pro Bowl, okay. right? It starts mm-hmm. off with that. So I, at first I was like, oh, what did I choose, you know? Yeah. But it's like, oh, okay, you're, right. you're, you're, you, 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 they're starting like that. They, lately, they start yeah. like that mm-hmm. recently, yeah. So when you start off the game, when you start off Madden, it, t- it's, it makes you choose, you know, hey, what's your team? And, you know, I grew up 
and, you know, I like the Raiders and I grew up with that. I'm not huge in the football as, as like there was a time I was, but I'm not that big on it. But I always liked the Raiders. So I chose Raiders. And then it's like, you know, it shows like beginner, normal stuff. I was just like, I'll go beginner. Um, I actually had a good time. Yeah. It was actually pretty cool. The only thing I didn't like was going through it. Um, it's just little text things that go like to do this, you do that to do this. And I'm just like, Oh, what, what yeah, do I do? Wait, what? And it's sometimes. like, you know, yeah, I have a big TV and, and I'm just like, okay, wait, what? It's just, I don't even know what the fuck that means, yeah. you know? So I'm just choosing plays, you know? And I'm just like, okay, what's the best plays? I my lingo on, on, on football or whatever yeah, sports, yeah. but it felt good. At first, it was just like, oh, if I'm going to pass, I have to hold the button down. So, like, when the play goes and you're, you're going to, you know, throw it to to whoever, I didn't know, like, oh, you have to hold the button down. I would just tap it, and I would just get tackled every time because you have to kind of hold the button down to complete well, the pass. The pressure sensitive, too. Like, oh, the, the, the harder sensitive? you hold it down, the more the of a bullet yeah. you throw. Okay, okay. A, a lighter tap will lob. give you a lob. And then I think if you just barely tap the button, it's a pump fake, uh-huh. if I'm not oh, mistaken. Okay. Oh, they do that now? I think there's a pump fake option. Is yeah. there? Okay, all that, it's like me coming in from 2001 to 2019 version. <laughs> so it's like, I don't remember, like, the last real one that I really got into was, of course, NFL Blitz. Yeah. And then one of the 2K games, 2K, yeah. the early PS2 2K PS2, games. Yeah. Um, but even with, like, it did, it wasn't overwhelming, but I'm just like, okay, it's teaching me this thing. But I'm like, it's not really teaching me. It's just showing me a bubble. And I'm like, I'm not going to get this. So I'm just... I'm gonna play and like I played the whole thing and and I actually it was pretty cool. I yeah. you know like, I, there was times where I was just like fuck you made a touchdown and just like that excitement. Yeah. Just, yeah. You like, planning on playing it more? I want to, but yeah. uh, this is what I was thinking. I was like, you know what? I want to play it, but I want to play it with you and just show me like yeah, yeah. like okay, what yeah. should I be doing? What 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 do I have to pay attention for? Mm-hmm. Because. Because my my only like real time with any type of football game again was NFL Blitz and that's like no rules so you're just like yeah you know you can't tackle someone before the the, the pass completes and yeah. the, and the, the person grabs it but it was cool that like there was a couple of times I could you can smack the ball or the football out of the air like yeah, if it's gonna yeah, come you can just it, yeah. swat it and I didn't know I did that a couple of times like, oh shit I could do that because <laughs> right. I was ready I was like oh shit I'm gonna get in trouble like yeah, I can't you do that make contact with the other player with the balls in there because <laughs> remember in, in NFL the 2K one I tackled and you I was like fuck like, yeah <laughs> and you're like I got a flag I'm like what the hell is that <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's yeah. It's like <laughs> you can't I'm like what do you mean I do that in, in, in blitz you know um, <laughs> yeah because that was the first game that you could actually hit the hit the receivers before the, they got the ball yeah like actually hit them I'm not not like. Cause there's was it the other games where you just like bump in them and you get a flag so, right, yeah. but in the, the two gay games, you okay, you actually yeah. like fucking hit them. So yeah, I, I mean I had I have it for the Xbox and I don't my my Xbox is the original one. It's not the the S or the X. I just yeah. have the original one, and I was like wondering like oh is it not gonna perform well? And but I don't it played fine. Yeah. I didn't see anything different or experience anything. Again, Madden isn't like super crazy, yeah. but I will admit like. You know, men, men always looks better as the years go on. And, of course, this looks better than the one I played in 2001. Yeah. But I was really impressed with some of the, um, uh, they had some of the firework physics, like, uh-huh. spray, like the kind of in the air yeah. and, like, the little particles. I was like, ooh, that's nice. <laughs> I was just, like, really impressed by it. Uh, but, yeah, no, I mean, it was kind of, it was kind of neat to play Madden. You guys talk about it a lot and. Shit, I haven't played one in such a long time that yeah. being able to play the newest one, try it out, check it out, it's cool. You know, I could see why a lot of people like always get you know 
man, either, either either if it's like every year or every once, every couple of years. Um, but I, you know, it's it's like with any game, like whether it's a fighting game or something more competitive, where you're playing against either the computer or someone else. Like I could see that that excitement, like that fun, you know, yeah. like you get a good pass, you touch down, do a fake field goal kick, and then. <laughs> All that shit. So it was cool. I liked it. Cool, cool. Yeah. Um, played more Guacamelee. Just didn't really have time. I really was just mad this week. <laughs> I was just that one game. I've just been busy. So uh, another thing I played this week, they did the huge update for No Man's Sky. Oh, okay. And what I really wanted to try out was No Man's Sky in VR. Oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. That. And I was honestly like, how is this, this going to be? So I... I you know, I download the update, I pop it on, I pop in the VR, and I still had an old save from, I don't know, when, probably a year ago that I played it, but uh, I only had like about an hour and whatever. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I should just start it from the beginning. Um, no Man's Sky in VR, it starts off and it's like, it's the, the teleporting walking where you kind of point, like oh, you kind of okay. tilt the, scre- the, the, the left stick and you point, and then you automatically like pop over there. And I'm thinking, like, man, is this how that sucks? I don't want to do this. I want to be able to like kind of like free roam, yeah, walk around. So I kind of mess around, you know, with with the options menu. And yes, I can move. I can have it where it doesn't have to do the warping type of movement. I can actually move with the stick. And you know, it's it kind of felt like too. You know how I was talking about men will pop up information here and there, yeah. and it was kind of like, oh shit. What? It told me I could do this? Yeah. No Man's Sky is the same way. It was popping things up, and I'm like, uh, what? What did it say? What did I got to do? It was, it was like <laughs> weird. Like, fuck, 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 you yeah. know? But it, it was it was pretty neat being able to like, okay, you're in this planet. You got to uh, mine for stuff to like, okay, I got to build a, a shield, metal shield plate to fix the ship and mine this and do that. And, and after a while, I'm just like, wait, how do I shoot the laser? And it seemed like the laser was just in one position and i could only shoot and i'm like this sucks i can't move the gun and then i realized oh i moved the controller it's tracking uh, the controller so i can move the gun around and, and like laser <laughs> stuff so i'm like okay cool yeah. it was i don't know if it was was telling me and i just didn't catch it because yeah. it's like it's literally it's like so how you're looking here it's up here and i'm like what? Peripheral, I, yeah. I, yeah peripheral like i could oh it's what what's down there what's that okay it's telling me this so it was a little like cumbersome and stuff um not perfect it wasn't perfect VR, but it was still cool enough where like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm walking around. And you have a little jet pack so you can jet up, you know, a certain amount. And then you're coming down. Whoa. And sometimes I'd look down just to feel that kind of like I'm falling type yeah. of thing. So that was pretty neat. Um, but it being bright, vibrant colors, pretty neat, pretty cool, you know. Um, very muddy, though. T- uh, visuals are very muddy. Okay. Not horrible, but, I, you know, it's just like, oh, it's not clean, uh-huh. you know. I'm... Um, I think that's as as time goes on, and again, I, the only VR I've ever tried was is PlayStation. But as time goes on, I am kind of more like, man, I can't wait till they like update this with a better screen, like better resolution, you yeah. know? Because um, I think I'm just kind of getting tired of it, like just like how it looks. But not, I mean, not every game. Some games like you just so they build it around that. It still looks really good. Yeah, I think think, think this. I don't want to say they just kind of copy pasted like, oh here, just put VR in it. Mm-hmm. No, it was it was still good. Um, so you had uh, that, and yeah, it was just uh, what I was really looking forward to because you have to kind of like refix the ship that's there, and then you can go into space. And I was like, oh man, I want to get in the ship, 
take off and go into space. And yeah, I streamed it. Like I just streamed the whole my whole experience just to just to stream it. And uh, yeah, got in the ship and launched into space, and it was neat. Like you you can look around your cockpit. Only always the thing like I like it in VR games where you can be in ships. But I hate when you can't see your hands. And again, I'm not saying like see my hands, but at least like if I'm moving, you know, the A button to thrust, like show a hand kind of thrusting yeah. a lever or something. Like yeah, just give me that a little immersive. bit more yeah. immersion, you know, even though I know I'm not moving my hand or yeah. doing any of that. I just want to be able to see that. But no, it was cool. It was cool to like see everything kind of go like warp speed and go to a planet, land on a planet, go on a ship, then land it. But yeah, it was basically everything I did originally when I started off No Man's Sky into VR. So I didn't feel anything different. The only different thing is the movement you can use with the left stick. And with the right stick, it's the it's kind of the same thing that uh, Resident Evil 7 does where it's the snap turning. Yeah. You know? Um, so you can do that. Snap turn. But it felt it was a little too snappy in No Man's Sky than it was in Resident Evil. But no, it was cool. I mean... I did play for like almost an hour, but after a while, I was just like, oh, I'm feeling it. I, uh, I, I, you know what I've been noticing lately? I'm starting to get more motion sickness in games. Mm-hmm. It's weird. I was pl- Just today, I just popped in. Um, I just wanted to see how Metal Gear Solid 4 looked because I got a newer TV. And I know it's not going to make him make like a 1080p. Four or five. Huh? Four or five. Uh, four. Oh. Uh, for PS3. Uh-huh. Just wanted to see how it looked. Yeah. And I knew it wasn't going to be like, oh, 4K visuals, but I want to see if the TV kind of upscaled some things a little bit because I hear it kind of does that. Yeah. Um, but after a while, just, uh, yeah, I kind of got a little motion sickness moving around. I'm like, I never, I never really got motion sickness in this game. So I don't know if it's just me. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. I could be dying. Maybe. Did it look good? What happened? Did it look good? Yeah, it looked fine. Hmm. You can tell. You know, you can tell it's like, eh, it's not. What's like the best game that looked on your on your 4K TV then, on PS3 or just any console? Any console. Um, I I just oh okay there is another game I played too. Uh, I beat Devil May Cry Five again. Oh yeah, that I looked really that. nice. That looked yeah. really nice in uh, 4K HDR. Yeah. Um, it looked really nice, but I finally beat it. The reason why I beat uh Devil May Cry again was one I wanted to play through the game, seeing the actual. Actors acting out their scenes, oh, yeah, yeah. so they which was great, it was fantastic. <laughs> uh, going through everything, but also I wanted to do an exploit in chapter 13 to get more red orbs so I could just unlock all the moves <laughs> and stuff. So I did that exploit and got all the moves. And uh, I'm looking forward to I want to play in uh, I want to say it's Dante Must Die mode. All like souped up, so I want I want to try to do that. But I think I'm gonna, I already played through this and I finished it. Uh, it was fun. It was fun going through Devil May Cry again, and then seeing the the cutscenes with actual actors in them. Yeah, uh, which was really cool. It was just cool how they did stuff. Yeah. It's just like it was funny just to see some people like holding a toy and going. Whoosh. Like what's funny is like they'll show you the scene, they splice it all together because it's like a an uh, animatics I think like to show like to help some of the visual like cues and yeah, stuff yeah. and when the animators do it. Um. It's just funny that even some of the people like you don't have to do that, but they just go, they're like holding the figure and it's flipping, and they go, you know. So I thought that was really that was funny. And it's funny too that some actress, uh, there's one actress that plays both characters. Uh, she she plays Nico, and uh, I forget the other girl's name, 
she plays both of them. So sometimes someone else will have to um, sub in for her, but she'll still play both. You'll just see the side or the front of that other girl, <laughs> but she'll play both characters. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. It's easy stuff like that. No Man's Sky was cool. And playing through Devil May Cry again. Uh, that was fun. And um, I want, I'm going to give it some time. I kind of want to do a, like a playthrough. I never streamed Devil May Cry. Um, and then when I wanted to stream it, the, when I played through it the second time, I just didn't want to do that because there might be a spoiler. But I think I could play that game without revealing the spoiler. But yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. So see you in a bit. PC News with your hosts, Jesse Lira, Robert Esparza, and Joe Ramirez. Joe will not be attending this week's segment of 3PC News due to him being in the restroom. Joe, Joe's not going to make it for this news segment because he's taking a shit. <laughs> now on to news. Telltale Games is being revived as a new company following the purchase of all its assets, including the back catalog rights to licensed properties, The Wolf Among Us and Batman, by LCG Entertainment. As reported by Polygon, this new Telltale game is being run by Jamie O'Teal and Brian Waddle. O'Teal was the founder and CEO of Galaxy Pest Control, which worked with such licensed properties as Duck Dynasty and Power Rangers. While Waddle had previously ran sales and marketed for the Havoc game engine, Ali confirmed that some workers from the original Telltale games will be offered freelance roles with full-time positions possible in the future. In addition to The Wolf Among Us, which was scheduled to get a sequel, and Batman, the new Telltale also has full rights to the original Telltale games like Puzzle Agent in addition. Ali confirmed that there are some other expired licenses that we're looking at. While Otley said that it's possible the new Telltale will pick up some stories where they left off, they are still evaluating how they will handle each property going forward. There was no mention of the status of the previous Telltale Games properties like Borderlands, Game of Thrones, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Minecraft. However, the Walking Dead license is now owned by Skybound and Stranger Things rights have reverted back to Netflix, so those most likely won't be making a return through Telltale Games. This is a viable business that went away due to market conditions and some scale choices made. Otley said, I like games that tell stories and I think our industry should have a company that specializes in narrative-driven games. Negotiations for this deal began six months ago, although no purchase price has been announced. It's known that the publisher Athlon Games is a partner in the deal and will handle storefront operations and distributions. The new Tetel Games will be located in Malibu, California. So what do you think of that, Bethel? I mean, it's cool that some people are getting their jobs back, or even if I mean, I feel like a lot of those people probably already moved on, and I mean, it's cool yeah. if if some someone didn't hasn't found a job that they, I guess, start start working again. Because if I mean, it's freelance. Yeah. I mean, how long is it gonna last? Like, who knows if this deal's even gonna fucking go? I mean, is they even gonna be successful, like selling games and stuff after this? Yeah, well, I, I I really 
I hope it does well for the people that lost their jobs, but it, it's, I feel like it's, it's more, I don't know, I, I, I don't know what I feel really, I, I don't know, I don't know what their, what their intentions are really. Well, their intentions are this company just bought a name. Yeah. You know, so, so like, are they even going to do anything with it? I mean, they are, they're talking about making games and everything like that, but I think that's where a lot of people right now are having problems with, is that some people will get freelance jobs with maybe yeah. full-time it's later, like a which- like agency fucking hired them and shit. Which is like they already had to deal with a ton of shit. So yeah. you're just saying, hey, work for us as a freelancer and maybe you'll get a job. It's like, again, you'll have to deal with that stuff. So like a lot of people right now are saying like, hey, Telltale isn't back. Someone just bought the name. Yeah. And for their properties. Yeah. Because what is it? The people that did the Duck Dynasty, Dynasty games? Yeah. I, mean, I feel like it, if when I see that, I heard that name. I feel like it's just more like a, they might sell some stuff try to make a, like a cash grab kind of thing and then kind of be done with it it's just yeah. my thoughts I'm, I'm probably I'm pretty sure I'm wrong but that's how it felt well I mean that's like the thing about this is it's again it's just buying a name that's all it was mm-hmm. you know so it doesn't not that it doesn't matter but this isn't telltale it's kind of like how I mean, it's, a, it's different circumstances in a way, but like when Microsoft purchased Rare Rare Games from Nintendo, yeah, um, and you know, so now people are just like, man, we want hopefully to get like a banjo because they make a banjo because or Conquer's Bad Fur Day. But a lot of those people who worked on those franchises, especially like the Donkey Kong Country franchises, aren't there anymore. Yeah. You know, the company as rare as you knew back in the. In the early late 90s isn't the same company now mm-hmm. and telltale basically when it comes down to it, it's someone just bought the name yeah. that's it bought the name with some of the properties and they're going to continue it so when you see telltale it's not the same people but it sucked that when everyone lost their jobs a few months ago how how everything was being run we had talked about it already how everything was being run how everything was done was just no good and yeah, you're right. You you mentioning that there's probably a ton of people who moved on, but I'm pretty sure there's a ton of people that are like, no, like I'm not gonna go back. Like yeah. no one's forcing them, but like, yeah. but even that, like, hey, you're gonna get freelance and maybe you'll be yeah. full time is what kind of rubbed I mean, me if the you wrong really way. Need, I mean, if you really needed the job, you'd take it, but just look for a job somewhere else. But yeah, I feel yeah, like I mean, if you were really good at at your job, I'm pretty sure you fucking found a job already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. even probably even a better one. Yeah, I think that's for me the huge thing is just like it's just a company that bought a name. Yeah. They don't care. They're they're banking on that name. They're not gonna try to bring everything back and give everyone full benefits and yeah. full time. Yeah, they don't I'm care. I'm pretty sure they just they said freelance because they don't they probably don't even know how it's gonna work out. Either. Yeah. The re-release collection featuring Disney's Aladdin and The Lion King have been confirmed. Disney classic games Aladdin and Lion King will be getting box retail versions for consoles in addition to digital versions. Physical releases on Switch, Xbox, and PS4 are planned. The current game list of Disney classic games Aladdin and The Lion King is Disney's Aladdin Sega Genesis version, Game Boy version, including Super Game Boy version, which implies a bit more color Super Game Boy style, Final Cut, and the Trade Show Demo, a, a demo version that has not been publicly available since 1993 according to the press release. The Lion King, Sega Genesis version, Super Nintendo version, Game Boy version, also includes Super Game Boy version. The notable in the press release is the absence of the SNES version of Disney's Aladdin, 
a very different game than the Genesis version that also has distinctions being designed by Resident Evil creator Shinji Mikami. We've reached out to confirm if the SNES version won't be included in the final list, but haven't heard back at this time. Other notable exclusions include the Sega Game Gear version of both Disney's Aladdin and The Lion King, the latter of which is regarded highly for its improved gameplay and expensive graphics. Here are features already confirmed for Disney's classic games. Upscaled graphics, filter for visual enhancements, customizable controls, inter interactive game viewer that lets you watch a pre-recorded play and jump into the game at any time, a rewind feature so you can undo your mistakes on the fly, explorable museum of behind the scenes development assets including art gallery and music. The collection will be out this fall on October 29th, 2019 and retail for $29.99. So you just found out about this mm -hmm. just a few minutes ago, but though, what did you think? Um, I don't care. Oh, really? Why? I, I just really don't. I mean, they're fun games, but like the Lion King was real Lion King really that good though. Oh, no, no, no. It was, it was okay. Like, it was funny that you mentioned the Lion King because there was, I, I read something or I heard something. I want to say it was on a Retronauts podcast. They were talking about it, that the Lion King, the, did you ever play it? Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember where you stopped? Where everybody stops with the monkeys. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that was talked about. You know why that was done, right? Throughout uh, your... to, to make the game longer, right? To make it seem longer or something? Yes and well, no. You what, what? you say it. No, no, no. But you like... fucking tell me. <laughs> why? why are you so hostile? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, no, uh, like pretty much what they did for stuff around the 90s, around that time, was to make it harder for, yes, length, but also... Hey, you're probably renting this from Blockbuster, yeah. so we have to purposely make it hard so you constantly rent it because you're not paying full price for it. Mm -hmm. So that's why. Wait, so but they they wouldn't get any kickback for renting, was it? No, but that's the thing. Like, okay. like you're gonna keep renting it, so maybe it might turn you like I might as well just buy this game. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 makes sense. You know, because if you rent it two or three times, you're like, fuck, man, I can't. Yeah. I've already spent like how much was rentals again? Seven bucks, five I bucks? I forget. Don't remember. Yeah, let's say it was five bucks. You rented it like five, three times, like five times. You already spent like twenty five dollars. Yeah. So I don't know. But uh, for me, the biggest thing I heard when I heard about this, um, I was like, cool. And I was like, all right, I need to make sure is this going to have the Super Nintendo version of Aladdin? Because those are two different, just like this article said. It was two different versions mm -hmm. um, because the one that was made for the Sega was a Virgin Interactive. And so was the Lion King one. And then I remember hearing Capcom had the license to do Disney properties on the Nintendo systems, but then the Virgin Interactive version is the, of Lion King is on the Super Nintendo. So I don't know where that was fuzzy, or maybe my information is wrong. But um, so far, there's no confirming, but I highly doubt that the Super Nintendo version of Aladdin's on there, which is my favorite one. Yeah. Um, but that was done by Capcom and how they said Shinji Mikami, who was the creator of Resident Evil. I remember, do you remember us going like, dude, years ago when GameStop used to hold carry retro games? And um, I bought Aladdin for the Sega because I didn't have a Super Nintendo. Yeah. I thought, oh, man, this is the one I played at my cousin Amber and Janice's house mm -hmm. when we were kids. Because we'd have fun like with the, with the Aladdin game as kids all the time. And I remember seeing the Sega version, me thinking, oh, they're the same version. I didn't yeah. know there was two different versions. 
Um, I remember buying it, and at that same time that day, I bought uh, Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. Oh, really? So I remember buying both of those games. Yeah. I still have both of those games. Yeah. And I remember like, oh, okay, I think, I don't know if I had my, my Sega Genesis plugged in or anything, but I think I plugged it in, and when I popped in Aladdin, I started playing, right? I'm like, all right. And then for a little bit, I'm like, is, I don't remember Aladdin having a sword. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it's like. I don't remember it looking like no, but it's it's this. It was just him and Apu, right, running around and stuff. Uh, the Sega one, the Super Nintendo one. Super Nintendo's a little bit different. It's oh. they're, they're it's both games running around, um, but Aladdin only has apples and he can jump on on characters' heads yeah. and use like a like a thing to kind of glide, like kind of like Link's glider yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and um. He has like a like a like a like a rag. Yeah, yeah. Kinda. So that was a Super Nintendo one, mm-hmm. and I remember playing maybe ten minutes in playing to the Sega version. I was like. Wait, I don't think this is the right that, one. Damn, I don't, because I never, I guess I never played the Sega one, because I remember the, the Super Nintendo one more. Yeah, than, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, I, I'll pop in the Sega one if you want to check it out. Yeah, because I don't remember the, the sword at all, and I remember I played it, I liked it, but I'm guessing I played it at like a, a friend's house or something. The sword one was in the Sega one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Sega one, by far, it's it's that debate, which one's better, the Sega one or the, or, or the Super Nintendo one? I think hands down everyone says the Super, Super Nintendo, Nintendo one yeah. is my, that's my favorite. But again, I grew up with it. Yeah. But graphically, the Sega one looked nice because they actually they were hand drawn. Yeah. Um, sprites that they used. Mm-hmm. So visually, that one's the nicer one. But gameplay wise and everything, it goes to the Super Nintendo one. Yeah. Uh, but that's my thing. That's that's this is where this is like a no buy for me. Yeah. Because if this had the Super Nintendo. You know, version. Oh, hands down, would have bought it. I, again, I agree with you. I don't care about the Lion King one. I have the Lion King one. Yeah. And I, I played through that one. But out of the two, the Aladdin one, Super Nintendo was the better one. Don't get me wrong. The Sega one's not that bad. But I have fonder memories of Super Nintendo. Yeah. So that's a bummer that that's not going to be in there. But uh, it's cool that they're doing this. You know, especially adding those extra features of, like, rewind behind the scenes. And, yeah. you know, upscaling graphics or whatever. But... If this one had the Super Nintendo one, would you have cared or just wouldn't care at all because it's like, ah, oh, there's a second game in here I don't care about? I don't, I mean, I would have maybe bought it, but I, I think I would have just waited for that to come out because I feel when stuff like that comes out, mm-hmm. it drops the price of the original ones. So I like, I mean, and, and Lion King and Aladdin, I don't think they're that expensive uh, games. Um, you, Aladdin, you can find it for like 20 I yeah. think as time, these past like year or two, I've seen it either go up or go down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it but fluctuates a lot. I yeah. mean, all, all, all the old games, because I've been collecting a lot of stuff too, um, all those old games, they fluctuate a lot. You just got to find, you just got to be patient and find the right one. Yeah. And I feel like when whenever this comes out, I feel like the prices of those both games are going to drop, so I'll just buy them, buy them mm-hmm. then. Yeah. The originals, right? Yeah. I mean, I have both of them already, so it's just like, oh, all right, cool. Yeah. Sega has officially unveiled the next chapter in the Yakuza series, which takes combat in a different direction to its predecessor. The Japanese title is Ryuga Gotaku 7, Whereabouts of the Light and Darkness. Though its name in the West will be Yakuza Like a Dragon, dropping both the subtitle and, more notably, the number from the title, is headlined by an all-new main character, Ichiban Kasuga. But the biggest shakeup is his approach to how fighting plays out. The brawling action of past games is being swiped out for turn-based combat. Gamatsu has translated the Japanese press release, which describes how the game uses a live command RPG battle system that combines the series' signature action with an RPG-style command system. It has evolved into a system in which anyone can easily enjoy exhilarating battles in its completely new battle system. 
Ichiban Kasuga and his party will fight by selecting techniques with various effects, such as attacks, recovery support, and more. Interestingly, Sega actually first teased this development in a since-deleted April Fool's video earlier this year. The video showed Kasuga engaging in turn-based combat as programmers tweak the code. Yakuza 7 will launch on PS4 in Japan on January 16th, 2020, with a release in the West slated for later in the year. So this got announced, well, for us, yeah, yesterday, um, for the new Yakuza. Did you get to see anything on it? No. I just saw stills. You just saw stills? Yeah. Your thoughts hearing about the turn-based combat? It reminded me of Yakuza 6 is the uh, the gangs that you can like mm-hmm. the gang fight guy uh, gang fighting games I guess I don't mm-hmm. know, mechanics the mechanic that was in there yeah so uh, that's what it reminded me of and I, I mean I didn't play it a lot but I, whatever I like what the little I played of it it wasn't bad I liked it so it's gonna take a little thing from that but I saw video footage of the actual turn-based combat and it's you can move around while choosing your commands mm-hmm. but what the cool thing is you're able to choose commands for each individual party member on the team and there's brawlers uh, like people you're fighting all around uh, it looks cool I like turn-based combat stuff in RPGs or even like RTS type of stuff oh. um, I'm all for it and again this is like Yakuza 7 and we've had six games that are brawlers um, I think a change-up in combat style is completely fine for yeah. me. Uh, they also said, the the creator of Yakuza said, if this doesn't pan out, if the popularity of this turn-based style of combat doesn't really do well for this game, they will revert back to the original brawler-type gameplay for the next one. Yeah, so it is It is. It's going to be a whole like full-on story like you're gonna be walking around with Kamurocho just getting yeah. into fights like that so yeah that's gonna I, be that fighting style uh, the fighting mechanics their fighting mechanics is that but it seems like everything else is gonna be the same as every other you can that's use cool. like it's talking a nice to people change, yeah. yeah even if it's smaller like it's, it's it's a little bit different than everything else well that character Ichiban he's mm-hmm. a he's a dragon quest fan oh really he's, yeah 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 oh so yeah I, I saw that, the yeah I saw that so I think that's why that's, why, yeah. that's the turn based part of it um, so I did watch the trailer that they played yesterday again it wasn't translated so I don't know what it was and it, it seemed very similar to Kirio Kazuma's like story, but again, not knowing what was going on, just going on action of their their what the, how they were talking and 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 what was going on. He, it seems like he takes a rap for something, mm. but for eighteen months, oh, okay. you know, and he comes back and something's going on. But visually, you know, it's using the same engine. I think like an improved engine from Yakuza Six. And everything look about it looked like Yakuza with like the crazy characters and like the music and 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 it just seems really cool and I want to say I saw one guy from Yakuza Six that was there and I'm like oh, oh yeah. that's I'm like that's he he wasn't a big part of Six but he it was a small part yeah um he was the guy who was the newer club owner oh, well okay, I mean yeah. small part in the trailer the yeah. the silver haired dude yeah, yeah, yeah. him he was I saw him real oh, quick okay. and I was like, oh I knew that, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah I mean I'm. It seems pretty cool. It seems like I don't. Again, I didn't know what was going on. It just the reason why I think I want to say it was 18 months in prison for something was because he had short hair when he went in, and he had a little bit long hair that he put in a ponytail. Mm. So um, that's it. Just because it said 18, and then I didn't know what else it said. 18 years. <gasps> I don't think it was years because he still looked young. He was pretty days. young. He's like a younger. He's younger than Kiryu. Um, but it, it looked like it had everything. But for me, the trim-based combat, at first I heard it. I'm like, hmm, I wonder how that's going to go. But when I saw it kind of play out, I, I'm I'm for it, you know? Always try something new. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's cool. Um, 
I like that uh, all of the Sega games so far lately have, or for the longest time now, have had that that sound. Uh, it, it just sounds cool. I love that. I love that. Yeah. The, the whenever I see that, I'm just like, I love that sound. It's a nice sound. Yeah. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. All news and articles are from publications like IGN, Gotaku, Destructoid, and Gadget, GameSpot, and Polygon. Thank you for listening to 3PC News. We'll be back after the break. So this week, a couple of weeks ago, um, it was the 30th anniversary of the North American release of the Sega Genesis. It came out in North America on August 14th, 1989. And it being 30 years for the Sega Genesis, around the time that came out, um, Sega kind of uh, released to certain YouTube people some... Uh, they call them influencers or whatever. Um, they got early copies of the new Sega Genesis Mini. So that's already kind of been going out right now. If you watch like videos on YouTube, people have already been trying out, playing some of the games on there, showing like unboxing. So I thought that was pretty crazy that, not crazy, but it's pretty cool that like they not, didn't release it on that day, but like it's already out. They had confidence enough, like we're going to put it out now and... Have you know, people test it have people test it out, and then people could be like, "This is really cool." Which it, a lot of it's been like positive feedback. I think there have been some negative things, but it's just more of little things, not like huge, like how bad it was when the PlayStation Classic came out. Yeah, where it was just like not great games. It's freaking Power Region games, you know, all all this stuff. But um, with the 30th anniversary. Coming out, I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about uh, our experience and us growing up with the Sega Genesis. So, Joe, I want to start off with you. I think all of us were Sega Genesis owners, right? Yeah. 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 So, starting off with you, Joe, what's your earliest memories and what did you like about the Sega Genesis? I um, got it for Christmas. I forget what year it was. I think right around the first year or second year that it came out. Uh, and... Have some pretty fun memories of it. It was it was a fun system. Um, it had some cool games, but you know, in in retrospect, it 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 never it could never really compare to the NES or the SNES or anything like that. Like mm -hmm. I remember getting an SNES a few years after the Genesis. Yeah. And when I got it, I was like, fuck. Like I and and I and I was definitely like pro Genesis at the time. Like I didn't have an SNES, so I was like, you know, all I have is Genesis. I'm gonna ride it, and I I, I you know was a supporter of it games and everything like that but when i got an snes finally it was maybe midway through the life cycle of the snes i was like man this this is this is the one you know like i knew right off the bat so um <clears throat> definitely some cool games i remember playing the sonic series you know obviously in, in retrospect not as great as i i thought it was or as you know at the time but like playing it back then it was it was a lot of fun um you know there's always going to be like the the first mortal kombat game that you know yeah. the uh genesis got the the unedited one like uh -huh. it was the real mortal Kombat. um I'm trying to think of some other cool games that i've uh, uh streets of rage series which i you know absolutely loved um and just quirky stuff like I, you know the genesis got some games like you know echo the dolphin was just mm -hmm. an interesting game uh I'm trying to think of some other 
Um, on the sports end, I remember Joe Montana Sports Talk Football oh, yeah. being like a huge thing because it was like the first game where you actually had an announcer. Yeah. And the announcer, granted, sounded you know wasn't wasn't like fantastic, but it was like holy crap, this, they they can actually do a full on announcer. It was really really cool at the time. Um, so yeah, all in all, like I had some pretty solid memories of it. But I mean, you know, it's just one of the things where it's like it just wasn't as memorable to me mm-hmm. as the NES or the SNES. Yeah. Time. Sad to say, but it's true. Mm-hmm. What was it like for you when you hear Sega Genesis? What what's the game that pops in your mind the most? Sonic. Yeah. Sonic is generally the first guy. I, I, you know, I remember uh, Sonic Two. Actually, if I'm gonna be, you know, like the the game, because I remember Sonic Two being pretty dang awesome. Yeah. Even late, like the last times I played it, I was like, this is a pretty cool game. Um, but yeah, generally, it's, it's it's I always think of Sonic. It's that's the you know, Sonic and um, uh, I mean, there's some other stuff I played on there, but it was all stuff that was available on other consoles too. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't really that, you know, Sonic to me was the one. The Sega Genesis for me, I I agree with Joe. Like, it, 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 there's this Super Nintendo was a a better console, but for me at that time, I would rent a lot of games. Uh-huh. So my mind, like my memory, is like really hazy with like uh-huh. video games. But there are some games, or at least one game that stood out with me a lot was uh, Vector Man. Yeah, just because of how the look of it. Like I like that's something it's gonna be on the class on the classic right yeah I think Vector Man that's on something there. like I wanna I haven't played it for fucking years <laughs> like I wanna see like how how good it was because back then I mean I enjoyed it because I had just the style style of it and then uh I do remember enjoying it but I wanna see like because I as a kid just play anything mm-hmm. and like I don't who knows if it's good I I don't know if it's good yeah still. there's some games that I played as a kid that are really shitty but um that's a game that I I, I I look forward to trying out see see how uh, see how it holds up, but uh, yeah, man, like it's like I just go into the video game rental place or video rental place, Giant Video Plus out in Santa Paula, and I uh, just rent like I would rest just, in peace, rest in peace. Yeah, <laughs> um, I did. They had a giant room of uh, porn, porn. They had a giant room of porn. <laughs> they really did, and a giant room of uh, just video games. And yeah. like I would always, I would always look at the. Sega titles I'd be there for like an hour just looking at them like, mm-hmm. I don't know what to write just uh and then I would see the Super Nintendo stuff and I'm just like man I wish I had a Super Nintendo yeah, yeah. but like yeah, I mean I still I like, like Joe said the like, Sonic games especially the first one I played the Sonic game a lot because that's the, I, that, did that come with the the console right some like, came with it like there's there were some bundles that came, with, came it. with it but I did have it for a really yeah. long time and like I, I would play it when did you get your console uh, dude that's another one I don't remember you don't remember I was still I was still a kid, obviously, but like like younger, like uh, I would say probably like seven years old, mm-hmm. eight years old when I got it. I'm not exactly sure. That's still that. That's also my my memory is very very uh, hazy with with when I got it too. I think they got it for my brother because oh, on the, the, okay. the PlayStation they got that for me. Oh okay. Well, yeah, that's just that's pretty much it. I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, what about for you, like? What what game, when you think of the Sega, what pops up in your mind for you? Vector Man. Vector Man. Yeah. yeah. Just because it's just like. Well. <laughs> Sorry, but I was like, what pops up in your mind? But it's like the porn, uh, the porn, the room. porn aisle, <laughs> the porn Because like, oh, I would have a game. We have a game like we'd go with friends. We go, like, hey, how far can you go into the, into the, uh, the porn <laughs> section? And then I go in and be like, I saw this girl with the big old titties. She had fucking giant nipples. 
right? And then he goes, yeah, I saw that one too. <laughs> you just so, made it up? No, but no, like we would just, oh, like, just yeah, okay. I'd be going there to look for this one. You guys, like, <laughs> never, you guys never went past that one. It just it was always that one. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it would zigzag, right? And like it was so scary because like you would go. Zigzag, you were like you, afraid you that there was like, two cops waiting there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. Like, like I don't know who's on the other side of that. Like what the fuck? What if I like a crazy old man or like a police? It's like that scene in Reservoir Dogs where he goes into the bathroom and the cops are there, or where they tell the story. <laughs> that. that's, what, go, that's exactly how I felt. There, Everything's cops. in slow motion. There's a dog barking in there and shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> see if it's you at that age. Um, Vector Man, I remember that one because they had it on display. First time I saw that was at Blockbuster. Oh, yeah? They had it in the kiosk. Okay. So I remember seeing it there, and I remember yeah. like playing a little bit of it, but I didn't understand what to do. But I was just like, man, these graphics are crazy. Because it looked like it was 3D, but it wasn't really, yeah. you know. But I remember, I remember playing that one. When you, when you always bring when, when I see Vector Man, it reminds me of Blockbuster, and it reminds me of you yeah. because you always talk about Vector Man. Do you um, think Vector Man will live up to the hype now? Uh, I hope so. Because I mean, I, I I've read about it. People say it's still it's still pretty yeah. good. But um, I don't know. We'll see when it comes out. Yeah, it's September, September, right? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. I don't know. When it's coming close, so. We'll see soon. We'll we'll find out soon. Um, that reminded me of like when I, when I would rent games. I rent, I remember went to go rent Space Jam as a kid. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't know if I told you. No what? I went there. I forget how much the movies cost. Probably like three four dollars, right? Uh-huh. With change. Let's say I think it was like like say three dollars, but with five cents. Oh, okay. the tax, right? Oh, okay. So uh, I remember one day I got Space Jam. Bam, rent it. I gave the lady money. I was like, "Fuck, I only have three dollars," and I give her the three dollars. Like, you need? She goes, "You need five cents." And I'm just like, "Oh, okay." And I think I mean, I, dude, I, I've worked registers. Like, I'm like, now if that happens, I'm just like, that's fine, take it. You know, I, I like, I got five cents I, around here uh-huh, somewhere. Uh-huh. I could pay those five cents for you. But like, she goes, "No, you're gonna, you're gonna need to go get those five cents." And I went back. I was all sad. I was like, "Oh, she didn't give me." She didn't give me five cents. Like, well, you got your three dollars back, right? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. He's like, no, you got to come back and get five cents. I was like, shit. So I went home, got five cents. Now, are you, do you do that now because of her? No, not no. Maybe no. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, it, it was just like, like thinking now, like, why did she just fucking fucking find find five cents? If somewhere. you saw her now, would you just throw five like. cents at her and be five like, five cents, bitch, <laughs> fucking whore? <laughs> she living in the streets and shit. Fucking drug addict. <laughs> but yeah, that happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. I was same as Joe. I got mine for Christmas. Yeah. 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 I'm pretty sure we got it for Christmas. Yeah. Too. I got I got mine for Christmas, and I remember already knowing what it was because I picked it up and I shook it. Yeah. And I think I cl- I opened it up a little bit. I think I went. Opened it up. Yeah, <laughs> I think I saw like the color. You it said Sega Genesis. I'm like, oh, wrapped it right back up, and I was like, yeah, hell yeah. And I remember I wanted <clears throat> Ultimate Mortal Kombat three. It was the game oh, I wanted, yeah. and I got it. I only ever had two games for the Sega Genesis. Was the six pack that it came with? Because mm-hmm. my bundle had the six pack, which came with Golden X, uh, Super Hang On, Columns, um, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, Shinobi. Huh? Yeah, and Streets of Rage. Mm -hmm. So those were the six games. So I was like, oh shit, I got six games. Uh, And then, yeah, and I remember Ultimate Mortal Kombat. Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3, 
I got that because I wanted to play that game. And uh, I remember like that, you know, I got it for Christmas. And, you know, you're on, you're on Christmas break. And I'm like, hell yeah, everyone else has Sega games. Because my dad asked me. He was like, what do you want? Like, what console do you want? And I said the Sega Genesis because all my friends had Sega Genesis. Because he told me. Get the system that your friends have so that you have the same console that your friends have. I'm like, all right, yeah, Sega Genesis. I remember going back, going to school, going back to school that day or when, when Christmas break was over and being like, yeah, I got the Sega Genesis and everything. And, and one of my friends was just like, I have a Super Nintendo. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Because, you know, thing is, as a kid is just like, oh, let me borrow your yeah, games. Yeah. You can borrow my games and stuff like that. But he was like, no, I got a Super Nintendo. And I was like, damn it. I just I assumed it was they they had Sega Genesis. Yeah, you know. I remember a lot of a lot of my friends had a Sega Genesis too. Like they yeah. Have, maybe one one of them had a Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. He's a little bitch though. <laughs> now the Ultimate Mortal Kombat. I was like, dang it, wh- where is my copy? Like, I don't remember ever selling that, and I couldn't I couldn't figure out. But then it, I remembered because I have a copy of the Lion King for the Sega Genesis. And I'm like, oh shit! My Godfather's son, we traded to uh, borrow. We traded to borrow, so I borrow borrowed that. the Lion King, and he borrowed my Ultimate Mortal Kombat, and never got it back. Never got it back. I mean, I have the Lion King, you yeah. know, which is a cool game, but yeah. I'm like trying to find Ultimate Mortal Kombat. I think it goes for like thirty bucks. Really? I think so. Maybe a bit more. But I've been trying to find that one. But um, yeah, I was just like, shit. I think he has it. I think because I have the Lion King still. Yeah. So I think that's the only reason why. Just ask for it back. I don't even know where he is anymore. <laughs> um, um, I still have like very strong memories of like going to Blockbuster, writing games. Same thing as you. Sometimes I'd see some of the Super Nintendo games and be like, "Oh man, I wish I could play this." I remember going through Golden Axe. I had a lot of fun with Golden Axe. That was always really fun. Like that mm-hmm. cool like beat 'em up. I remember playing with playing with you and your cousin Sosimo. Like yeah. we went through that. I remember us going through it and we thought, oh yeah, we beat the whole game. And then it like continued and we're like, yeah. oh, we're kind of done. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go like ride bikes or something. Like we kind of like. But does it get harder or something? Yeah, it got a little yeah. bit harder because we had we had used up all our our power, our magic, and like our lives and stuff for what we thought was the final boss, but it wasn't. Um, and then like you know played Streets of Rage, so I always always had like a knowledge of the Streets of Rage, and then I always heard like, man, Streets of Rage Two is way better. And I was like, nah, Streets of Rage 1, because it was part of my six-pack. It's way better. But I finally played Streets of Rage 2, and yeah. (laughs) Streets of Rage 2 is fucking fantastic. It is so good. It's part of the Sega Genesis Mini, you know? Like, so that they chose the best. They did. I was kind of bummed. I was like, oh, I wish they had both, because I still like the first one. But they did choose the better one. And and then, like, you know, everything with Sonic. You know, Sonic was the cool thing as a kid, like. Sonic was awesome going through going through Sonic the Hedgehog and I remember going to like my cousin's house whose husband he had a Sega Genesis but he I think he had purchased the Blockbuster you know how you can rent consoles at Blockbuster and he he had a Sega Genesis that was in the container that Blockbuster would give you for their consoles you know how it was in that black box like that black one so he always had it in there. So whenever I visited, he would always just set it up, but it would stay in the box. And I remember that's how I would play um, the Sega Genesis at his house. But he had um, he had the Mickey games because they were big uh, Disney. Disney fans uh, and Sonic Spinball. And I remember just loving Sonic Spinball. A lot of people, you either hate it or you love it, but I like Sonic Spinball. 
Me too. That one's yeah. really cool. So, and I heard there's like two different versions. Yeah, actually, no. one that one that I think it was had to do with music, because music copyright. I think it was using music from the third Sonic game, that and Michael then Jackson wrote? yeah, and then I think that's why they had to kind of take away. I think yeah. that's what it you was. I'm not 100. So <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like I always, I remember, like yeah, I still have my original Sega Genesis. Um, yeah, going to that and, and that the huge thing, like all of us at at that age, we all rented. Oh, you know, yeah. like we all rented. Yeah, and that, that was a that console. The games were expensive, right? I don't remember. Because like, I remember my. You can go back like, to like Toys R Us and like co- cartridges were anywhere from sixty to like almost eighty to one hundred bucks, depending. So were the Super Nintendo. I actually yeah. felt like Super Nintendo cartridges were more expensive. Really? Yeah. Because yeah. I remember um, getting um, it was at Sears even getting Killer Instinct, and it was like eighty or eighty-five bucks. Fuck, dude. Really? Consoles games are so expensive now, though. Yeah. Um, one game that that also uh, I played the fuck out of. I don't even know how I got this game. Like where I got it, uh, Virtual Bart for the oh, okay. Sega. Uh, it's I don't know what it is. Like a he gets stuck in some virtual reality thing, uh-huh. and then uh, it's like just a certain set of mini games. But there's one where where you're throwing uh, tomatoes at the kids uh-huh. in, the front, in the front of the school. Oh, okay. And there's one yeah. where you, uh, where it's uh, Mr. Skinner. He's like, he ties his shoe and he's showing his butt. Yeah. And you gotta throw it, throw it at his butt. I just remember that, that was a lot of fun. That really mini game. The rest of the game, like I remember, like oh, it's not that good. But the 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 throwing the tomatoes was a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. I remember if I'm if I'm right, I think there was like an Ah Real Monsters game there. I remember yeah. renting from Blockbuster. Yeah, but Animaniacs um, or something. Yeah, Animaniacs was one too. I, I think they had the Looney Tunes ones. I remember renting Shaq Fu, and I know I remember you. They wouldn't let you they rent Shaq Fu. Yeah. <laughs> that same bitch that made me fucking pay five cents. He's like, here's your five cents. I got fucking Shaq Fu. <laughs> um, did you ever play with Shaq Fu that came out recently? No, fuck no. Mm, Why don't? would I? Nah. <laughs> you should buy it. We all we all no, know better. <laughs> we all know better. But yeah, I mean, like that—that that was for me. It's like, yeah, like looking at it now. We've talked about it in the past. Like, kind of wish I had like a Super Nintendo because I couldn't. Like now, I'm older. I could I could buy any console I want. You know, you know, saving up the money or doing that. Yeah. But for me, it was like, oh, if I have a Sega, I can only get a Sega. I don't know why I ever didn't ask. I don't think I ever asked for a Super Nintendo. I know my cousins had it. Um, but like I don't know why I never just asked. Can I also have a Sega? I think it was just maybe that mindset of the console wars. Like, oh, I'm a Sega kid, so I have to stay Sega. I don't think it was for me. It wasn't that because I was like, oh, I have a Super Sega. Like, I, I mean, I don't, I don't need a Super Nintendo. Yeah. And also, I'm afraid to ask for it because they're just gonna say, you got that, we got you. Yeah. That. That's how my parents talk. You got that. <laughs> you got that. Um, yeah, I'm just trying like, to I think why I didn't never yeah. ask. You know. I just like, maybe I it was mean, that. I was like, I think this is enough. I mean. I think I like, I don't know. In the back of your mind, you're just like, am I really gonna be playing both of them? Mm-hmm. I don't have a component switch for all this shit. <laughs> but yeah, with with it, with that, uh, all of us having Sega's, I don't uh, Sega Genesis. I don't think any of us uh, never got any like the add-ons, like the 32x. No. Uh, Sega CD. Uh, I had friends who would get it, yeah. and I remember going my through. My cousin had get, a Sega CD. I remember like going over to my friend's house, and he got like, "Oh, I got a 32x, dude! It's awesome!" And I remember him like popping it on, and I was like excited to see it. And then he like popped in a game, and then I'm like, "But he didn't have a 32x game. Like it would, I guess it would make it look a little bit nicer if you popped in a game." Uh-huh. I remember he popped in Toy Story. 
And then I was just like, don't you see how better it looks? And I'm just like, yeah. I don't think it worked like that. I, uh, I don't think it did. I think it just... 32X games were that. Yeah, like, yeah. Games, yeah, but I think if you had a regular game, it really it wouldn't it would just be like a, uh, I just remember him saying that, and he's just like, it looks so much better, and I'm just like... It's just like when st- when the HD TV started coming out, 720p, and then you'd fucking go... Go to like a standard def and like look like they don't know like they're watch, watching sports games. It's like look how nice it is. Like, yeah, it's yeah. A standard def. Uh-huh. Like you go to go to an actual like fucking HD channel. Like oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I remember he had a Sega CD too, and I, I remember us like just playing through some of the Sega CD games. Uh, NBA Jam was one of them that he had. I remember him letting me borrow the Sega CD so I could play that they game. They made more combat for Sega City, right? I believe so, yeah. Because I remember my cousin had it and like I remember just it looked a lot cleaner. That's mm-hmm. all I remember. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I just remember playing it. Really, it's the audio is what you were is getting. What you was? were getting uncompressed audio and like really like clean audio from the games. Really? Yeah. Boom, Visual, shakalaka. Did it, look, did it look visually? A little bit in little some bit? cases, yeah. but I heard it, Maybe was, it was more the, the level, audio I, the, and then like... I remember the, the level. It was, it was Shang Tsung and then uh, it was the background was kind of like deserty. Maybe the the lighting made it look nicer. It might have been. Yeah. So, he also had this like thing. It was like a penis. You strapped it. On. Whoa! I was getting close to that. <laughs> he strapped it on his chest. It, it was like a. It was like you had it in the front of your chest and the back of your chest. It was like a vest, but it was all hard plastic, mm. and it was like. It basically was just speakers and supposedly like, oh, you plugged it impact in. Impact vest. Yeah. I remember it. You know what I'm talking about? Okay, know you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, compact vest. It was so an like, impact vest or something impact like that. Like vest. fighting yeah, yeah. games, stuff like that. It's supposedly like the, oh, the speaker. Ow. You would feel like, yeah, it was. Yeah. Getting hit. You're getting a thousand punches and you're getting a thousand punches in your chest. But it really, it's just the, it's just the bass. That's all it is. It's just the bass that's like pumping. Freaking breaks your ribs. Yeah, and I remember like, oh man, like you play Mortal Kombat, and when you do a fatality, we're all like the, the bees are poking you. It's gonna hurt me. Yeah, stupid kid thought. Yeah, but I remember, I remember he had that. He would get all kinds of that that weird stuff for the Sega. Yeah. I want to even say he got that Sega TV, and then he did that download stuff. Yeah. I think he had that too. Yeah, but everything from like the Sega Genesis. I'm, I mean, yeah. I still have good memories on it, mm-hmm. like from from having it. You know, I don't regret having it. You know, yeah. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to picking up one uh, the Sega Genesis Mini. Hearing a lot of good things. A lot of the er- early reports seem really cool. Just a few days, we're reaching one of the biggest anniversaries of our time. And I think we all remember where we were when this happened. On 9-9-99, the Sega Dreamcast came out. Probably one of the biggest, if not most amazing releases ever. And correct me if I'm wrong, Joe, but you actually went out and camped for it, didn't you? Actually, no, I didn't have to camp for it. I just walked into a Best Buy and I purchased Oh, okay. One. Which one was it that you camped in for PlayStation again? PlayStation 2. Oh, okay. Well, I, I got or early in the morning. I was well, let's, let's hear about your uh, Dreamcast uh, experience. I walked into Best Buy um, the day it came out, 
and they had a pretty big display and a setup for a lot of consoles. I felt like there wasn't a huge shortage of them or they had a good amount of consoles. It uh-huh. wasn't like it wasn't anything crazy like like going forward. Some some releases are um, when I grabbed it, picked that up, picked up. Uh, I remember the two games I bought with it. It was ready to rumble boxing and uh, Hydro Thunder, which at the time was almost like a perfect arcade port of of that game. And mm-hmm. I don't know, like if anyone ever played the, the th- those Thunder games, I think they were midway racing games. They were a lot of fun. They were cool. Yeah, I took it home and set it up and got to it, started playing. Um, you know, I, I can definitely say, like, compared to, like, the Sega Genesis or any other Sega console, the Dreamcast was... At the time, the Dreamcast was the fucking... It was cool as shit. Yeah. It was cool as fuck. Like, there was a lot of fun stuff to play on it. Uh-huh. Um, didn't have the longest lifespan. You know, it just <clears throat> inevitably, once other stuff started coming out, it was kind of in the back burner but at that time when it came out it was definitely like the most powerful um console i'd ever seen or at that time yeah yeah. it was something that do you guys remember the lead up to to september 9th 1999 Uh it's one of the first times i really saw such a such a big marketing campaign Mm -hmm. towards something like that to actually really hype you up for it and be like wow i i feel like i need to get this yeah Um, yeah I remember getting in and like my first thought was like, oh, okay. Uh, oh no, this controller is very weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I remember very seeing awkward. that. And I have to, why do I have to purchase a Tiger Electronics uh, uh-huh. LCD? Oh, uh, the VMU? Yeah. yeah. Like to, to and God, that thing is expensive in order for me to save games. it's So there was definitely a couple of hiccups that I thought, you know, coming into the system that, that kind of sucked. But, um, you know, the quality of the games on that console were, were really, really good. And had no, um, I had no argument with it whatsoever once you got it, once you got playing. <coughs> I remember the first time I played NFL 2K, I was just like, I had never played a game where like, now you were starting to hit like, oh wow. Even at that time, I was like, wow, this looks fluid. Like, I, I've mm-hmm. never seen this before. This looks insane. You know, you'd been used to like the Madden games on PlayStation and still sprite based or very blocky even with the polygons and mm-hmm. this was the first time i saw a madden game or a, a football game where i was like holy crap this looks you know like perfect like like I, I you know now you could say like tv quality like like broadcast quality but at that time that was the closest thing you had to it yeah. mm-hmm. you know so um yeah it was a good console man it was it was a lot of fun stuff on there too it, like the lead up to that that time, September 9th, nineteen ninety nine, there was like three major things around that time for me coming out. It was like the Sega Genesis. You had the, the it, it was not huge, but at that time, at, at that young age, you're like the MTV Movie Awards are huge. Yeah. You know, they always hype that up, and then the release of Final Fantasy VIII for the PlayStation <sighs> One. Yeah, that was huge, dude. You had three major things happening. Major, well, I would say really? okay, I would say two. One. Final, Final Fantasy right. eight and then Sega Genesis. But we're talking about Sega. But that was crazy. It just seemed like everything accumulated on that day, like all of it, you know. So it's it's yeah. I just remember like seeing early kiosks at Toys R Us for like Sonic Sonic Adventure, and just being like, whoa, this is this is Sonic. And I just remember being like, I don't know what I'm doing. And it's like, oh, dude, there's a giant whale. But I think that was like an impressive, at that time, like to show off You're that running towards the camera? Yeah, what? 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 What's, what's going on? But I mean, what about you, Bethel? Like, well, how was that time for you? 
Um, I wanted one. I never got one. I played it at a like cousin's house, but mainly the sports games. Um, yeah, I really don't know much about it. Like, I I want to get one because I've been collecting games now, and uh, the only the only uh. Yeah, I mean, I, like, I remember as a kid telling my mom, like, hey, can you give me this? She's like, no, we just, because I had just gotten, like, a PS1, like, a couple oh, years before yeah. that. So I was like, there's no way I was going to be able to get it. Yeah, yeah, So I played at a cousin's house because he had, he had started working. He was, like, five years older than me. Whoa. And uh, he got one, and then uh, I just remember playing the NBA 2K games. Mm-hmm. And the... The thing that impressed me the most was playing, like, shooting the free throws where you had to, like, use the triggers to line up the, yeah. the shot, and then you hit the button to shoot it, and, like, if you if you aimed it right, you'll make it. If not, you just miss. Yeah. But it's pretty cool just, like, interesting mechanics for the for the free throw shooting. Yeah. yeah. I was, like, I liked that. I was, like, oh, that's cool like, how, how they did that. But, yeah, man, I don't really have much, uh, that many memories of it. I just thought the controller was weird. The cord, I didn't like that the cord was like... Yeah, awkwardly on the bottom. Yeah, on the bottom of the controller. Um, it wasn't very long either. Yeah. There are some games that... Because I, fo- I, I follow some subreddits like about like old CRT gaming. Um, there's some shoot-em-ups that you have to tilt your, your TV sideways. Oh yeah, like the R type. Yeah, no, I mean R type's a little bit different, but it's similar but it's to those the shoot 'em up, ups. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's a bunch of different kinds types of uh, uh-huh. games like that. Japanese games that they'll like tilt their TV to one side so they can play it like vertically. I just thought that was weird, but I mean it. It looks cool. Like that's all I really know about the. <laughs> <laughs> I remember like, but the commercials for that were like were always yeah. Were the more memorable thing for me, like just how weird they were. And we just talked about this earlier, like how one commercial is mixed into Sega, even though it's not. It was the it was the MTV Movie Awards yeah. commercial. It was like nine, nine, nine ninety nine. Yeah. And I would I like at that time you knew, oh, that's that's for the video game award or not yeah, the movie awards or whatever for yeah. MTV. But it just became for me like, oh, that's the Dreamcast yeah, one. But, but it, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't, it wasn't yeah. at all. Because I remember I had looked for the, those commercials too. <laughs> I was like, wait, where's all the nine ninety nine, nine nine, oh nine nine ninety nine stuff? Like, how the, the guy would say it weird, and then I started thinking, like, wait, that was for like the the MTV award. Yeah, yeah. Shit, it's just weird how you like you mix those thing, two <laughs> things up. I remember like the commercial showed like, oh, they're 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 partying inside the console, yeah. like it would just like swirl in the there and then like, and stuff, yeah. Yeah, 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 and they're like, oh, they're they're partying while well, you know it's not on yeah. anymore. It's cool that they, they they zoom in through the like the the red light. In the yeah, front. yeah, yeah. That was cool. Um, well, the guy, I never owned one until a few years ago, but I remember, like, of course, any any kid at that time, you any console that was coming out that looked you cool, you're like, it. I want it, you know? I don't think I ever wanted, like, the Atari Jaguar or anything, but, like, yeah. that, I was like, oh, dude, I want that, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, that looks cool. It's the next, you know, it's the next thing. Look at those graphics. Um, but I remember a friend at the time, I had... Um, he came over with his Dreamcast and he brought it over and he's like, dude, you got to check this game out, man. And I'm just like, what game is it? And he's like, Shenmue. I'm like, oh, he's like, yeah, dude, you, you explore this world and you're talking to people and you got to ask them, like, you know where the sailors are. And I'm like, what? You got to ask them where the sailors are. But I remember him popping it in. And I just, the first thing I heard was just how fucking loud the Dreamcast was. Reading the disc and just like spinning, I'm like, "Whoa, that's loud!" It's just like, "Yeah, 
<laughs> he's just like, it's so much power, bro. He's just like, it's so, I don't even think he said, bro. He's like, there's so much power, man. There's just so much power in that console. I'm like, whoa, all right. But like, I remember seeing Shenmue and I'm like, all right, this is crazy. I'm like, man, there's a lot of talking. But like, man, this is pretty, this is pretty cool, you know? But yeah, I just remember like him coming over and bringing it and just all that stuff, seeing the VMU. And I think for me, like, besides the games, besides all that stuff being very like, like being interesting, I think like the VMUs kind of seem like, oh man, it's like a little game, little Game Boy in your hand. You can mm-hmm. take it and. They would say things like, oh, Soul Calibur, like, take that character, you can transfer it over, or whatever, some gate, like the Chow Garden, or, or what have you, but yeah. it wasn't until, like, years later, years later, probably, uh, I want to say three, four years ago, um, when I went to San Diego, I just picked one up, they had one on sale at a, a book-off, picked it up, I picked up Virtual Tennis, because I always heard so many good things of that. Plugged it in, and me and my cousin Janice played it, and it was just entertaining. Like we yeah, we didn't get bored; we just you, kept playing I back and forth. At your, your place a little bit after that too. It was yeah, yeah. Fun. and it's cool. Like I got really into like okay, I have the Dreamcast, and then VGA cable, and then I found like a VGA to HDMI adapter, so I like at least it could give you like the best picture quality. And you know the Dreamcast, we all know like it had that exploit where you can rip games. I yeah. mean, that's sometimes one of the things that people say was the huge downfall of the Dreamcast, and why the Dreamcast didn't like you know last that long. But um, it didn't help. But I don't think it didn't help a, it. I no, it was it was, was it was more things. We'll, was we'll like talk a weird more about release it too. Like it was kind of like in the middle of it. Like the, every every other game's console generation. Yeah. Right? Well, I think well, it like it released. Everyone knew that it, that. So I think not long after, after everyone found out, or it came to, to be known that by PS2. the following year, the PlayStation Two would. Be yeah. Out. yeah, PlayStation Two was coming out. Fucking juggernaut at that point that it was like everyone basically was like, oh yeah, this is borrowed time. DVD drive gonna be a DVD player. All that PlayStation Two coming didn't help it. Like it. They even say too, like Dreamcast had great. perfect, great sales. They couldn't even keep like consoles in stock, and like they were asking, "We need more consoles. We need more consoles." But yeah, you're right. You know, like once PS2 was announced, and everyone knew DVDs were coming with it. It was going to read DVDs, and graphically, like if you looked at Dreamcast, don't get me wrong, Dreamcast games still look good. You know, their their art style, stuff like that. But when you saw PS2, you're like. Like you know, graphically, you know, sometimes we even say that too. Like graphics don't really matter, but like that, yeah, it was just a looming shadow. Do. What's up? But they do. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, I mean, what were some of the games that you enjoyed on Dreamcast? I mean, the ones you played. You know, I know you didn't really. Yeah, it's mainly the sports game. Uh, more recently, the Virtual Tennis, which it's fucking. I, I've always liked the tennis games, but Virtual Tennis was so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. Just going back, like. I was thinking it was the the Dreamcast also was the place to be if you wanted to replay like an arcade perfect version of yeah. Marvel versus yeah. Capcom two. Yeah. That any was the Marvel's console. It or was any of the, the definitive like you know version like to play that game. Even though yeah the co- the controller wasn't great. Um, also a series that I've yeah. actually been that's been rumored to be that's talked about like wanting to be revived on the Switch is the Power Stone. Yes, yeah. Power Stone was dope. fantastic. Yeah. I love those games. Yeah, I only remember it recently because like every, everything that I say that I, still I, I remember agree the with snarky Joe fucking. Is, uh, quick, I still remember the snarky fucking game, uh, uh, GameStop guy who worked at this first store that I that I worked oh, with yeah, you yeah. at. Uh-huh. When I asked for that game and he was, uh, I was like, I'm looking for Power Stone too. And then like as I walked out, I guess Jess was like, he was. He just asked. He says, "Like, why would anyone want that game?" And I was like, "Oh, oh I fucking want it, dude." Parstone, like Parstone and Parstone Two are like, the mo- not one of the most expensive Dreamcast games, yeah. but it's up there. You're basically yeah. paying the same price as launch sometimes. Yeah, 
I just want to say, like, everything I, I, I agree with, like, playing some games that I, that I really like, it's only because I play them recently. <laughs> oh, but the, the sports version of that, the black console, what's that? It's just black. Uh, yeah, the Dreamcast Sports, the yeah. console. Yeah, I think that's all it is. Oh, okay. And there's a Hello Kitty one. Oh, yeah. I've I think that. they had the Hello Kitty one at pastime. Oh, really? Yeah. That's I true. think, I think. I think I saw that there. The black one's cool, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah arcade. Dude, you bringing up Marvel vs. Capcom on Dreamcast, I remember the first time I played Marvel vs. Capcom, it was at that place in TJ um, called Planeta 64. And I remember being in the room, like in the back room where they had the Dreamcast. And, and my cousin was like, hey, let's play Marvel's Capcom. I'm like, okay. And just like cutting up my finger oh, yeah, with that, that D-pad. D-pad yeah. And all I thought was like, man, this sucks. I'm like, oh, this is cool. It's Marvel vs. Capcom. You know, at that time, I didn't know like, oh, it's Arcade Perfect. I didn't even know what Arcade Perfect yeah, was yeah. at that time. I was just like, oh, it's Marvel's oh, Capcom. It must be good if it's Arcade <laughs> Perfect. Like, it wasn't until like, I think like, it wasn't until like, wait, how come my X-Men versus Street Fighter I can't switch my characters in the PS1 version. <laughs> you know, that's when I learned, like, oh, you can't. It's just it, the memory or something. Like, it just can't do it. But with Dreamcast, yeah, you had you had those. You had a lot of a lot of games on, on Dreamcast, a lot of fighting games. Um, I loved playing Soul Calibur, like, as a kid, like, at the kiosks and stuff. I only ever played Soul Calibur on kiosks and uh, Dead or Alive. Um, that one, those ones, like, I would play when at kiosks. Yeah. Yeah, and just going like doing doing like the you know I I did the ripping ripping the discs and stuff because it's just like the games are so expensive, man. Yeah. Like it's just if you want to build or or get a Dreamcast collection, getting some of the ones that are like really good, like Marvel's is Capcom. You're spending anywhere I don't know, I think like sixty anywhere from sixty to eighty dollars for a copy. Recently? Yeah, but it was yeah, I got it for like super cheap because yeah, it, it was it, probably wasn't gonna work, but you didn't. It didn't. No. Oh, okay. Um. But yeah, I mean like those Mark of the Wolf. I mean, I mean they had the Capcom versus SNK. Wow. Uh, yeah, right. Did you fucking hear that shit? <laughs> I don't like it. He's saying yeah. it right now. Um, just, just say Marvel versus SNK and SNK. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean like so like many Capcom games, some right. so many cool games. Uh, Resident Evil Code Veronica. Oh shit, that was one thing. I remember when Resident Evil, the new Resident Evil, was coming out for only Dreamcast at that time. It was like only Dreamcast. Yeah, it was yeah. like. Man, I need a Dreamcast now because I want to play Resident Evil Code Veronica. And I remember, like, some kid at school took his Dreamcast. He's like, oh, we're going to play this in, in this, you know, classroom and stuff. And I'm just like, shit, can I get in that classroom to play Resident Evil? It's like, shit. You know, because it's just, just just how it was, you yeah. know, like. But, I mean, and, and it ended up getting ported to PS2. Yeah. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I just remember him being all like, oh, I got a Dreamcast. I can play Resident Evil. It's like, fuck you. You know, Jet Set Radio was a really cool one. Like, I like that one. Space Channel 5 I just recently played, and I enjoyed it a lot. That yeah. one was really fun. Yeah, yeah. It's just like a rhythm-based, like, adventure kind of yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, cool. it's really... I liked it, and I hear they're going to do... Uh, I think they're going to do the a remake of it in VR for PlayStation 4. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So, that's really cool. Um, but, yeah, there's so many great games for Dreamcast, and even though Dreamcast didn't last that long, it... It had an effect. And it didn't really have like that shovelware. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a lot, at least. How can we fucking forget one of the greatest games on there? Fucking Funny? Crazy Taxi. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Crazy Taxi. That yeah. shit was cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you couldn't get the arcade cabinet, like if you can't play in an actual arcade version of Crazy Taxi, which I recommend because it's oh, yeah. fucking dope. Especially the one with the seat. Oh, hell yeah. 
second best thing would be the Dreamcast version. Yeah. And that was great. I love playing that one. Yeah, I mean, there's just so many good games. But, I mean, they always made it. A lot of the games they ported over. Not all of them, but most games. Like, Crazy Tag is on PS2. Uh, GameCube, it's even like downloadable on PS3, yeah. Xbox 360. Was it ever on the iPhone? I think it was. Yeah, I think yeah. it was. Um, I mean, some of the ones, uh, only real port that I know of, of for Power Stone is that they did Power Stone Collection for PSP. But it's like it's on PSP. It's yeah. more of a, it's a party game, you know, like yeah. a, a fighting action party game and stuff. So something like that. Jerry uh, Eggman or was it fucking Seaman? I always wanted to, yeah, and then like you, you can kind of still find copies with everything, like everything with it. Yeah, and it's not too expensive. Yeah. But then I'm hearing like a lot of people go like, it's not that great. Yeah. Like it's good, but it's not that great. I think it's more of just like experiment, kind like of experimental. Gimmick, I always, I always like that thing. Like, oh, you can go back to it, talk to it. You yeah. know, it's growing. Come back and later and check or. Whatever. I remember watching one. I think it was like the one up. Is the one up show or it was co-op? I forget which one they were talking about Dreamcast. And I think I forgot who it was, but someone's <laughs> if I'm correct, someone's um, roommate was pissed off at them, I think, and went to their Seaman game and turned the heat up in the in the tank. And the when they came back, the yeah, I remember that. <laughs> the Seaman creature was dead. <laughs> So, uh, you know, it's like a Tamagotchi, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a Tamagotchi. Yeah, I always, yeah, Seaman was one I always wanted to get. Like, and, and I don't know, it's just, just kind of like, oh, if it's not that good, but yeah. I might as well just it's try nice it. for the collection, too. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like to try it. I think that's my next uh, console that I want to get. Seaman? Console. No. Console? Uh, With Seaman? The Seaman yeah. console? The Seaman console. The Seaman? But yeah, a lot, a lot of things on um, Dreamcast there. They're pretty neat. I, I liked it a lot. Um, when it was coming out, hearing about it, all that, all that cool stuff. But then even like owning it now, I like to pop it on, you know, turn it on a couple of times, play a couple of games. Uh, sometimes you'll even find games that like are crazy, stupid, expensive, and you know you, you're able to rip them, and at least you can try it out. That's that's the cool thing. Like if it was readily available, or if it was like priced. At a reasonable price, of course I'd buy it. But yeah. sometimes it's like, man, I'm not gonna pay this much for Canon Spike, like almost, almost a hundred, I think. I think it's anywhere from eighty to a hundred bucks. And I, I remember we played it, and then you were like, I don't like this game, it's stupid. Yeah. And you were just like, not, it's not good. I'm like, eh, it's okay, it's not great. I mean, do you think? It, it's hard to kind of say. Like, everyone looks fondly back at Dreamcast because it was the console that never. Not that it never was, but the console that just was like died too soon. Yeah, like the star faded. Quickly. You know, and a lot of people are saying like, "Oh, the next one of those that's gonna be the Wii U." But I don't think so because a lot of the games that are on Wii U are on the on Switch now. Yeah. You know, but and you can say that about Dreamcast games too. But I think how unique that was, how how the like you don't you don't see a console, I feel like the Dreamcast like that anymore yeah you know we, even some of the things we don't like the you see how expensive the vmus were joe how the cable was in the bottom all this stuff that we didn't like the sharp ass d-pad you know just one stick at the you know like why isn't it dual sticks but it all just made it to where the dreamcast 
was just unique and why it stays in people's minds and why it's still known as one of the better, one of the greats, you know, Sega's last hurrah that didn't make it, but it, if it went out, at least it went out in with a good console instead yeah. of it went out with like the Sega Saturn. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, that's going to be it for this week on third party controller podcast. If you want to send us any questions, comments, or concerns, you can send it to us at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast at gmail.com or our Instagram at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast. Remember, it's thirdpartycontrollerpodcast with a 3RD. Thanks for listening. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Lira with... Beto Sparzo. And... Joe Ramirez. We may not be as good as everyone else, but we kind of get the job done. Later. This is me, Beto. Many, 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 many more. I don't know. <laughs>